Sunday like this, of hey, everyone, every Wednesday, amen, amen, hallelujah, even, that's a super skill you got, you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit to lead worship and not fall in the baptism tank, I mean, that's, that's, open your Bibles, open your hearts, you see that concentration, that skill they did today, I mean, that's, that's awesome, that's from worshiping on a stage the size of this little platform on Savage Road for so long, <laughs> you're able to get your Holy Ghost shout out like this, amen, yeah. Well, welcome. Good to have everybody here today uh, for, for Vision Sunday, a uh, very special service. We do this every uh, year, and we just celebrate what God's doing. We celebrate the big picture uh, that we are here to use our gifts, talents, and abilities to help fulfill Christ's vision for his church. Um, I thought of this recently. It's like a big puzzle. Someone gave me an awesome puzzle of the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm a Lions fan. Amen. <laughs> And uh, so I'm a little salty, but I'm a little excited about today. But anyway, uh, I, I give it for Stafford. I'm praying for him. Anyway, um, so, but in this puzzle, you guys have seen little puzzles. How many get into puzzles? Is there any puzzle people here? Okay, good. Yeah. During COVID, we kept, they were like sold out everywhere, right? During the, the shelter in place. Well, the puzzle is what? You put that big box up, the big picture, and then you got all these little pieces that are just making no sense. They're just different shapes, different sizes. And the object is to put them together. And when we put them together the right way, it looks like that ultimate picture. That's what vision is all about. That's what Vision Sun is all about. Every one of us are little pieces. Tell the person next to you, you're a piece of a puzzle. The Bible says God Almighty has given everybody here and everybody online little gifts, talents, and abilities. We're learning this on Wednesday nights, by the way. And that... And you, some of us take our little piece and we just, you know, we try to build our own puzzle or we try to do this or we try to do what culture says to do. And, and long story short, it just ends up in uh, sadness and brokenness and loneliness. That's because God meant our piece and your piece to come together and make together a big puzzle. And the puzzle is the kingdom of God here on earth. And so today it's all about finding out what your piece and puzzle, your gifts, your talents, abilities that we all have. Where, where can I take my talents and abilities and connect them to somebody else who's asking the same question and to make this big picture called the Church of Jesus Christ, the greatest institution. Some people say it's, it's, it's not a business. It actually is a business. Jesus said, I must be about my father's. Y'all read it. It's in the Bible. What does that mean? That means in, in seeing souls saved from seven years old all the way up to 70. That's God's business. Seeing people getting forgiven of their sins and starting a new life, that's God's business. Seeing people uh, getting rid of the shame, the guilt, and the brokenness of this world and sin and finding their new identity in Christ Jesus, that's God's business. And guess what? We're called as a church at River of Life here to, to bring that to this community. And our vision is for not just Belleville. Our vision has always been for Downriver, for Southeast Michigan. And now with these cameras, we got people watching from all, literally all around the world. They are. People are chiming in from everywhere. We hear from them. And it's, a, it's an amazing what God has done through technology. What's this all about to further the kingdom of God? That's what today's all about. So you're going to hear from some of our leaders, our directors, uh, today, we got tables set up in the chapel up front in the sanctuary. Uh, I want you to stop by there today. Uh, and so let's, let's get right on with a couple of announcements, some cool things that are happening. Coming up real quick, we have next Sunday is Michigan uh, Teen Challenge will be here. Now, I know a big group of our men and boys are going to be at Avalanche. How many is going to Avalanche this year? Amen. Yeah, there's a bunch of us going, and, and you guys that are going. I'm not going to Avalanche, but many of you are. 
Uh, and so, but rest of us are going to, rest of you be here, bring a friend to hear from Teen Challenge. Teen Challenge is a faith-based um, Christian organization to help people overcome addictions, hurts, and hang-ups. It has the best successful rate of any, good to see the Georgia's back, missed you guys, amen. Uh, it has the best successful rate as any um, rehabilitation or sobriety program uh, on earth because it's all about knowing Jesus. So you're going to hear testimonies from these guys. Uh, we support Detroit Life Challenge. This is Saginaw Life uh, Teen Challenge. So uh, they're going to come. They're going to be doing songs, testimonies, and it'll be really encouraging. That's next Sunday uh, at 1030. Growth Track. Everybody say Growth Track. Growth Track is our, uh, you might have heard of membership classes that churches have. We have what's called Growth Track. It's two classes, two nights. And the first one starts uh, February 27th. So mark your calendars. If you want to know more about the church or you want to uh, join and become a member or get plugged in and learn more about our beliefs and, and how, we, how we minister and what we think about Jesus. And many have different beliefs and all kinds of views on that. Well, this is an opportunity for us to get to know you. You get to know us. We do that in Growth Track Step 1. Growth Track Step 2 is the following Sunday where all of our pastors and directors are together again to meet with you. But today is a great Sunday because it's like a growth track today after service. You get to go up and, and meet our pastors and directors and talk about getting plugged in. Also, here's an exciting news, annual business meeting. <laughs> Legally, got to tell you that. Amen. Uh, March the 2nd, but we're excited to see what God has done. He has really blessed us in uh, so many different areas. Let's do our offering right now, our tithes and offering. And uh, let me just read to you, it'd be Envision Sunday. You know, the Bible talks about another way that we can uh, be a part of the kingdom of God is by bringing our resources together, and that's finances. First Timothy chapter 6, Paul talks about those that are rich. Everyone just said, well, that ain't me. <laughs> Actually, it is you. And it is me. I could take you on a mission trip, or I can sit down and show you that in five minutes how blessed we really are. The brokest person here is still wealth, wealthy, especially if you have Christ in your life. So First Timothy 6, Paul says, command those. That's kind of harsh, but he does say, command those who are rich in this present age. Number one, don't be haughty. Don't be like, yeah, I did that. I got this money because of my overtime, my health, my job. No, Paul says... It all came from God. Everything we have, the breath in your body. Well, I can preach this. So he said, don't be haughty, nor trust in uncertain riches. How many know that things can change tomorrow? But trust in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Comes from God. But he says, let us that have money, that have finances, let us do good so that we may be rich in good works ready to give, willing to share, storing up for ourselves a good foundation in the age to come. So we may be rich here in this world and have a bank account, have good things going, but Paul said this is all temporary. In fact, everything you see from houses to building to shoes to cars is going to pass away one day, and the only thing that's going to last for eternity are the things that are connected to fulfilling the vision of Christ. Storing up treasures in heaven by volunteering, by working, by serving, by using your gifts and talents and abilities to further the kingdom. Some may not be able to sing, preach, teach, or lead, but you're blessed financially. That can fund that gospel. That can buy these $20,000 cameras, $66,000 rooftop units on the building. That can buy these things. 
I'd love to go to the bank and say, I'm a man of God full of vision. Build your church. Come on, say it with me, everybody in the bank. Build your, okay, now give me all the money I need to build this church. They're going to be like, okay, what's 911? We got to walk in there with finances and say, hey, we want to pay for that. And we want to buy that. You all know that. So this is the part that we do that right here by giving God first what he has blessed us with, with our tithes and offering. Amen. Four ways to give. There's uh, here in the building. You can use the envelopes that are on the back of the chairs, fill them out. And then at the end of service, drop them in the buckets on your way out. You can give text giving, however uh, you would want to give. Those are four ways there that you can give. In Jesus' name, let's do pray. Father, we do thank you for the finances we do have because everything we have, clothes on our back, is a gift from you. And I just pray a blessing over this giving congregation that we would be able to continue to fund the greatest work on earth, and that is the kingdom of God. I pray a blessing on everybody here that you would pour your open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on everybody financially, Lord, so we can continue to be a blessing. And I pray that, and if you receive that, in Jesus' name, say amen. Amen, amen and amen. Okay, moving right along. Now, we, first thing we want to do is our ETS ceremony. Part of our vision is to equip uh, people to do the work of the ministry. That's what the Bible says church is for, is for us to do. Not entertain, but to equip. And so we do that. We equip people. We have a class here called ETS, Equipping the Saints, Leadership Training, and... We want to present the certificate for those that have graduated and have you come on up and receive your certificate. We've been wanting to do this since October. <laughs> so today it really fits with our vision because this is a free class for those that have a desire or a call for church leadership. We train you, and this is level one. We are going to be launching level one again later this year with level two. And it's just to help train folks uh, a little bit uh, according to leadership. So these guys have went through it and have graduated. So when I call your name, please come on up. Line up across the front. Pastor Steve will direct you. Yeah, get a certificate first, and then we're going to pray over you. So I don't know who, how many are here, but if I call your name, come on up. Irene Thompson, James Thompson, Molly Stevens, Zach Stevens. If you're online, just put a little emoji hand up. Amen. Robert Sherman, Mary Jo uh, White, Felicia Markham, Donovan Rubens, Taylor Long, Sarah Province, Lisa Oliver, Tanisha Rosser, Misty Smith, Frank Finbert, Tyler DeWitt. I know many are volunteering and all over the place in the building. Miranda DeWitt, Philip Glitz, Naeli Glitz, Auburn Glitz. Yvonne Krager, Lindsay Andretti, R Rhonda Rotowski, Cindy Kendrick, Cindy Kendrick, Alicia Brown, Nikita Martin, Zechariah Martin. Come on, let's give it up for him. We encourage ETS for those that are interested in becoming a life group leader or a leadership position. Uh, it just helps us equip them a little bit more, and now we want to pray over them and release them to serve, to serve you, and to serve all of us. And uh, so let's, uh, let's just pray over them right now. Reach your hand this way. Father, we thank you for every single one that have took the time and have committed to this class, came out, studied, took the tests, 
and just applied themselves. Father, there was so much information in those classes. Lord, I pray that, God, what they need right now in this season of their life, that you will cause them to remember and be with them for the rest of their ministry. We thank you for them. So many gifts and talents represented up here right now. And I thank you, God, that you saw fit to bring them to be a part of this body. We now release them in the name of Jesus to serve as you open doors and as you will in your time and in your way to everybody here. I pray for an anointing to be upon their life. I pray for protection over their family, their emotions, their, their mind, over every area of their life, Father. Because as we step up for ministry, God, the enemy always likes to discourage and come. But we pray over them right now. And we thank you for them. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. You guys can be seated. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Hopefully you took a mental picture as well and remembered to pray for them as they start moving forward in their ministries uh, here at River of Life. So we will have ETS again later this year for those that are interested. Okay, leader segment. Let's have our pastors and directors uh, come on up as well and line up. Amen. Come on up. Melinda, come join me. And he's, Steve's got one mic, I got one mic, and I got mine. So come on up, pastors and directors. And what we're going to do is just come on up, line up. Yeah, heavy line up there across the front. You be with me. We haven't rehearsed this. Amen. Who's on first? Who's on second? And they're going to introduce themselves. Uh, we're going to start. And then you guys are just going to introduce yourself. Tell us what ministry you are serving at. And uh, what big events you've got coming up here in the near future and where you need help. And then uh, after service today, all these ministries have tables set up in the front sanctuary. Come on up. Grab a coffee. Check your kid out. <laughs> And then come into that room and meet them and sign up, talk about what vision that God has blessed us with. This is what we want to do. This is what we are doing. This is what we're going to do. So, amen? You want to start, honey? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, so these are some things that we got coming up and ministries that we see. God's blessed us with this building. Uh, we envision this building, you've heard us talk about it before, it's kind of like a, a Christian community resource center. That's the vision of this building that God's given us this building is to, is to reach this community, um, to reach the unchurched. And many people, especially the unchurched, uh, they may not come to service like many of us grew up doing it. But people will come to play basketball. They'll come to throw dodgeballs. They'll come for a coffee shop. They'll come for some of these programs. And right now we have some sports things that are taken off. Sports is really big in our culture. Uh, Paul even used it to talk about it when he talked about the Olympics because the Olympics was big in the Greek culture. And so we do the same thing today. You may come to, uh, we have softball teams. Some are wearing the old throwback jerseys, which are in us. Why don't you stand up? This is our first throwback jersey on Savage Road. Yeah, loving it up. So we got two or three men's softball teams. So guys, you like to be with Christian men hanging out and, and do that. So we got Christian softball. We got that softball team. We have girls volleyball, two teams that we just started. Allison and Alyssa, you guys stand up real quick. Alyssa or Alyssa, way in the back is Allison. If you're, no, Alyssa. No, Alyssa. She's and, yeah, go talk with her uh, and to learn more about the ladies volleyball, which we just started, brand new. Uh, we got basketball teams coming. Uh, and so we're, we believe to impact this you know, community, body, soul, and spirit. Have them come. We also have some programs that we want to reach the community in. 
And this is what this awesome woman is, is over, my wife, Melinda. Amen. And uh, go ahead, share. Um, just quickly, while we were singing that song, Build Your Church, I want everybody to look down at your feet. Look back up at me. Y'all got beautiful feet. Because you're carrying the gospel. Amen. 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 You, all of us are called to carry the gospel. So as we do these ministries going forward, what we need you to do is carry the gospel. You're in communities that I can't be in, that Pastor Eddie can't be in, that Sister Lindsay can't be in, but we are called to carry the gospel. Now what our job is here at River of Life, now we want to be able to offer every spectrum of ministry so they can be ministered to it to right where they are at amen so this is something that's been on my heart for many 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 years is i want to offer resources for our community so that is what we are going to do we're going to have phases that we're starting these ministries out and we're going to call them community care programs the first program that we're going to start with is celebrate recovery and um, that's in the works right now. We're hoping to offer that shortly. We're working through all of that. What we need is a couple leads, facilitators, that maybe you have a background of substance abuse, addiction, things like that. We need a couple good people to help facilitate those groups. We have large group and small group that are in that. So if that's something you feel like, wow, I could do something like that, I got a table for you. Right up front, sign up. It says different things on there that you can sign up for. We also need help with people saying, I can be a support person. I could be here. I can set up the information table. Um, I can offer to cook lunch for them uh, once a month. I can uh, be a greeter the night of the Celebrate Recovery. If that's you, I got a table for you right up front. Check on there. Hey, I can come out on those nights, and I can help there. We're also, just to cast a little vision, my hope is that we will be able to eventually offer grief support groups um, that we can also offer. This is something that's near and dear to me, and I'm so excited, and this will be probably phase two, is offering senior shopping support. This is not that we shop for seniors. This is that we go, we pick up a senior, we take them shopping, grocery shopping, errand yeah, running, whatever yeah. they need, and then we take them home. Yeah. And spend time with them, share the gospel with them, yeah, and yeah. All, all that good stuff. So if you're interested in that, I got a table for you Amen. right up front. Amen. Also, another thing is we want to do after-school programs. Yeah. We also want to offer tutoring for students. Yeah. If you say, I am so good in math, because I know some of these parents in this room will say, I am not, and I would love to have that help. Say, hey, I can do that. I can offer after-school tutoring for students and things like that. So that's just a little glimpse into what we want to do. But we need you to do your part. Yeah. Take your beautiful feet, preach the gospel, bring them in, and then these are the things that we're going to start to offer for them. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. We also are going to have a foster care uh, ministry, which May is foster care awareness. You're going to be hearing a, a more about that in May, so where we can partner with foster care uh, agencies and, and be a part of that. So many things coming. And so, but I want to hear from our directors right now. Pastor Steve, go ahead. Amen. You all, you all know who I am. I'm here to represent just a couple of ministries. First is our men's, men's and boys ministry, Royal Rangers. Uh, this is our ministry that is, um, it's a faith-based mentoring ministry that's been around since the 60s. Uh, it's in a Centers of God national, even international program, and we've had a wonderful outpost here. We meet every Wednesday night. Um, we have some events come up that Avalanche Camp this weekend is sponsored by them. 
Um, this year is something big you're going to be hearing about real soon. It's called Camparama. Uh, once every four years, all the rangers from all over the world meet at Eagle Rock, Missouri, on the camp, the Simmons of God National Campground. There'll be three to five thousand of us there, dropping from helicopters, doing zip line. I mean, they go all out for like you got to save like sign like ten waivers just to go to this place. So if it's not for the faint of heart, <laughs> but we're gonna have a blast. You're gonna be hearing about that. That's gonna be something we're gonna have some fundraising for. But our biggest need is we need some men. We have started this outpost back in 2013. There's still only three or four of us every Wednesday. We're stretched very thin. To be honest with you, guys working late, have issues at the car, and we're combining classes. Guys, we need some men. We need some men to help pour into the lives of these boys. These gender-specific ministries are much needed these days. These are very specific stuff they can't get in co-ed situations. This is men and boys um, just pouring in. So listen, there's all different ways to commit. We've been getting together once a month on Saturdays, having some great men come do some specialized workshops. We're going to continue that. So maybe you can't commit every week. Maybe you can give us one Wednesday a month. Maybe you can give us two Wednesdays a month. The curriculum is all laid out. The training is all laid out. Virtual stuff you can watch at home. It's very user-friendly. Please come and see our table up there. Also, another table that you'll see up there is from our production ministry, our creative arts and production ministry. Um, coming to this facility and then with COVID ramping us up into the, the tech world, We've had to really do a lot of learning on the job and doing a lot of things, but we need a lot of help in our tech ministry that covers camera operator, um, audio team, video team, media graphic design team. We have team leads all in place. Training is all in place. Systems are all in place. We just need some people. So please come up there and see our table. You'll also see another table up there. Not every table may have a person standing behind it, but there's some sign-up sheets for some generalized areas of help. Let me encourage you and ask every one of you, please make your way up to that sink. We had it up there for a reason, so it was nice and spread out. Please go up there and let the Lord speak to your heart. Where can I get involved? Because I know he needs you somewhere. Amen? Thank you very much. Thank you, Pastor Steve. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm Gary Glitz. I'm the men's director here at River of Life. And um, playing off of Pastor Steve there, uh, our ministry with, with the men is really directed towards equipping the men to serve in all these ministries that you're going to hear about today. One of the ways, <clears throat> excuse me, is on the first uh, Saturday of every month, Pastor Steve kind of alluded to that, the men in the, in the uh, Royal Rangers and their, le their fathers uh, have breakfast together. We have Bible study and breakfast time together. We do that every month, and that's going to continue on this year, along with we're also adding a uh, mentoring discipleship time every uh, starting in March, every second Tuesday and fourth Tuesday of each month, where the guys are going to be encouraged to come together, study the Bible, get into a small group so the men can connect to one another. I don't know if, if all of you saw what was going on back here behind the scenes, but there was two, two uh, father-son team trying to work with that, that thing back there, which, which I've lifted myself. Those are very heavy pieces. And I'm up here watching them praying in the spirit. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Lord, Lord, let them not get hurt, really, seriously, because I couldn't imagine. And then you saw brothers come up and help them. And that's really what the men's ministry is about, is to connect one another, encourage each other to grow in the Lord. We need to know our Father in a deeper way. And that's what we're all about. So this year we're going to be doing the mentoring and discipleship time. Uh, we also um, do encourage activities like golfing together. I think the men 
have gone shooting to the shooting range with one another, just various things that we can connect. Not to take up everybody's time, but to connect with one another, to get each other, to encourage each other in the Lord, so that we can serve in all these ministries, so we can effectively advance the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, also, we do have our softball team. I'm representing. We'll have that at, at our table uh, this, this, this morning, and you can go there and sign up. One of the coaches is there. I'll be there. You can come talk to me about the men's ministry. Any way you want to get involved, any way you want to connect with one another, we want to provide that opportunity. Thank you. Amen. My name is Felicia, and this is Lindsay, and we are the directors of River Kids. Um, the goal and objective of River Kids here at River of Life is to just partner with parents and caregivers to help minister to our kids, um, to help them build relationships with Jesus. And so our, we love partnering with parents because we understand that having one Sunday a week isn't going to be all of the Bible and all of the Jesus that your kids need, but we are there to provide resources and to jumpstart the conversations that can take place at home, but the main goal is to connect kids and teach them how to have their own relationship with Jesus. So that's what goes on every single Sunday. Each month we have a different series that we talk about different things like self-control and redemption and all these awesome topics that we, we cover all month long, every month up there in River Kids. So if you're interested, Lindsay's going to provide us with some ways that you can sign up to serve. We have a table for you. That's what I'm going to say. Um, no, so seriously, we do have a table for you. We're also teaming up with a popcorn machine. And so if you want some popcorn, we will bribe you to come help us in River Kids. Um, no, but we got candy, too. Um, no, just kidding. We got candy, too, Tanisha. Well, maybe okay. cash. Um, okay. Maybe cash. No. <laughs> No, but realistically, we today we have over 60 kids back there in River Kids. And think about how many adults we need to wrangle 60 kids, right? And not just wrangle them. We're not babysitting them. We are teaching them the gospel. We are working with them through their worship. We are praying with them. So we need adults and teenagers and just all types of people and talents to come and support them. So we do have a table for you, but we also have um, a few classes that we could really use some support in. So we have a baby class for zero through two. That's our first splash class. You don't have to change diapers. Um, we page the parents. Some parents hate that, but yes, we page the parents to get their diapers changed. So we would love for more volunteers in that room. We also have a really fun and rambunctious three, four, and five-year-old room that always needs extra help. We provide you the curriculum for that. It's the most fun. My son's in there, and he's crazy, so I admit it. It's a crazy class. Um, but then we also have um, kindergarten through sixth grade. We do small groups with them, and so we give you all the tools you need curriculum, um, all the materials that Felicia was talking about, we have for you. You don't have to come up with anything. We prepare it for you, copy things for you, all that. So if you would like to know more, we also have a worship team, an AV team ran by some awesome team leaders. If you love Billy, he's in charge of that one. He always takes, Uncle Billy always takes a lot of people on his team, and that's what we call him. Sorry, Billy, he hates it. Um, but we also have a worship team and a check-ins team. Um, we love volunteers to greet our new families and returning families and help check them in so they can be in a safe environment. So any of those areas, stop by our table and we would love to train you and work with you in River Kids. Hello, my name is Tanisha and I am the girls ministry director and um, we have a table for you. We have popcorn and candy. Come on. <laughs> So um, what we offer on Wednesday nights is we offer um, 
infants to sixth grade. So we have a sunlight um, classroom from zero to three. You do not have to change diapers. <laughs> um, we go get the parents too. So um, we do um, sunlights is zero to three. Then we have rainbows is our toddler stage. And then we have um, prims, stars, and friends. And they are located up, up the steps. Um, we are looking for teachers. Um, we have um, some interesting um, events coming up. We're going to do a movie night so you can drop your kids off go party a little bit. Um, so something where I'm hooking up with the Royal Rangers this year, we are going to have a field day on our last um, Wednesday of the, um, the school year. So I am really looking forward to that. You guys come out. We try to, you know, sow those seeds in our little kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lindsay Markham, and I am the women's director here at River of Life. And our goal, thank you, thank you, I have so many friends here. Um, our goal is to connect women, and more than ever, we need that connection. And um, we want to connect the young women with the older women and um, learn from them and learn from each other. Um, and just make those friendships and connections. And we have um, lots of opportunity, women, for you to serve. Um, Again, we have a table, and I may or may not have chocolate chip cookies at my table. Just throwing it out there. Um, and, and you can fill out a card. Um, and there's a, a big range of ways you can serve. Even if you want to come, we have a ladies' tea coming up. Um, we are also planning a ladies' conference. So we want to um, spiritually feed you and physically feed you and just get together. And um, so even if you say, you know what, I would love to come and just, like, set up tables. I don't really have the time to do anything else, but I'll come and do that. Or I'll come and clean up after an event. We can use you. So come see me, and I will show you um, the card to fill out. Thank you. Get a cookie. While they're doing that, also uh, Felicia is over our media ministry, so she designs a lot of our social media equipment and things like that. Uh, and she did a pop-up merch sh uh, shop today, so many of us are already found out where it's at. It's up front in the sanctuary again, and there's all kinds of. Uh, my generation called it gear. Uh, River of Life gear, uh, but it's called merch now, and so uh, shirts, all kind of cool stuff, get it, and uh, it's, it's good, great, and she also, Kavar Reed is our uh, youth director, he's not with us today, awesome man of God, there's a table up there for our students, if you've got teenagers that need to be impacted for Christ, get them here on Wednesday nights at 7, it's an awesome student ministry, and uh, Kavar leads it, he'll be here uh, real soon. He's in a lot of stuff going on in his family. Good celebrations going on in his family and stuff. And so, amen. Miranda. Hi, I'm Miranda, missions director here and the whatever you want to call me of the stream coffee shop. <laughs> we make it going. We keep it going. I hear, here we go. I am the co-founder and manager alongside my mother. There we go. So um, we have so many different ways for you guys to get involved in missions. And I know through this beautiful pandemic that we've been going through things kind of halted as far as getting physically involved financially our church has not stopped giving and supporting through missions but physically we have not been able to do too many things 
And if you have been here since day one of talking about the coffee shop, you know that the entire purpose of that coffee shop is to have ESL classes that go right alongside of it. And I can happily say those are coming this summer. We are going to do it. So excited about it. Serious planning, serious prayer for this, guys. So right now, I have a vacancy of one teacher. I need someone who has teaching experience and or ESL education experience. If you have been in a classroom, if you have been working with ESL students, please come see me, and you are willing to teach one night a week. That's all it is, just one night a week. People in our community, teach them English. You will have training. We will have a, a good training and equipment before we actually start these classes. The curriculum is already purchased and ready to go. We are ready to go with these classes. We also will have child care for the parents that are coming to these classes. And it is not just handing out snacks and coloring on sheets. We are going to give them the gospel for the hour and a half that they are here for. So if you want to come and just hang out with the, with the kids and help with child care, I could use three to four um, people to help out with child care during these again one night a week, only one night, and we're hoping that these are going to start coming in May. That's when we're hoping to have the classes start, and we'll only, the semester will only be six weeks. So if you can give me six nights of your time, that's all it is. If you want to help with these ESL classes, I'm so excited about it. They're going to cost the students 20 bucks per semester. That helps them have a little bit of a commitment into the classes. And then we'll see how they go this semester, and then we'll be able to start again in the fall. But again, I'm so excited about this. So I will be up in the sanctuary with the gang of awesome leaders up there. You'll see me. Come talk to me if you would like to sign up for those. Again, for the teacher needs teaching experience. I'm not saying you have to be teaching right now. Just some experience that you've had ever had teaching. We also, as far as missions, so excited about this. So... Missions is something at this church that we know we do not play games with. We go, we go hard with it. So for the month of March, you guys may know, March is March Missions Madness. And we, it's utter madness with those buddy barrels. We go crazy with buddy barrels. We have the big buddy, the whole thing. This month, we're gonna, this year we're going to do something a little bit different. The entire month of March is going to be going towards BGMC, yes, but we're also going to try to double our annual missions giving. So the entire month of March, we're going to raise what we give in a year and then try to double it to send out to our missionaries, hopefully to take on more missionaries. That being said, the last Sunday in March, we're going to do an awesome missions service. We are going to hear from some of our missionaries we're going to be able to see all the different countries that our missionaries represent and all of the different countries that are represented right now in these seats. So if you are of an amazing nationality, say you're Cuban, say you're West African, say you're Puerto Rican, whatever your nationality is, and you would love to represent your country and pray over your country, come see me. Because I would love to see a bunch of beautiful flags up here and hear a bunch of prayers over all of our countries. Because like we sing today, how beautiful are the feet that carry the gospel. And we may not be going overseas. We can represent our countries and our nationalities at this service and pray over them and pray for protection. So if you want to get involved in this, if you are a proud Puerto Rican, I need you to come see me, okay? I need to see this pride of your nationality so that you guys can come up, pray over your country, it's going to be absolutely awesome. So, again, if you would like to get involved in any way of the things that I've mentioned, 
We are always taking volunteers in the stream. I don't even need to say that. If you would like to get involved in the stream again, come see me, okay? I will be hopefully right next to the chocolate chip cookies in the sanctuary. <laughs> hopefully, you know, I'm pregnant. It's like a good time to hang out next to those. So come see me, sign up for some of this stuff. And again, you guys are absolutely awesome with missions. I know I'm going to have some people up there talking to me. I don't like following Miranda because, you know, for obvious reasons. But um, my name is Joe. Uh, this is Nancy. She's going to have me talk today because she's saying, Donovan, stop. <laughs> she's going to have, uh, have me talk today because she's saying her uh, lungs out, she said. But uh, we're the Life Group directors here. And uh, just a little bit about what we do is we do four seasons of Life Groups. Uh, summer and winter are kind of our bigger seasons where we do break up into smaller groups. We do anything from curriculum-based uh, get-togethers and studies uh, to uh, even uh, more uh, less curriculum fun things uh, like cardio drumming we've done. Um, we've also, what's that? Yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. So what we want to do is we also uh, are incorporating some off-season uh, life groups as well. And these are like kind of one-day or one-weekend events in the spring and the fall. And uh, we are, of course, looking for volunteers. If you guys turn around and look around uh, the room, if you got, if, for you in the front, look in the back. Uh, this place is filled, and we have about 12 volunteers. And when I say 12, I mean either a single person or a couple, 12 to 14 volunteers. But these groups tend to be a little smaller, so we can connect on a more intimate level. And so if you look around, this church has grown like wildfire. And, and I know that there's a lot of people that aren't here. If they were all here, we'd uh, you know, more than fill these chairs. And we really need volunteers to, uh, to be able to facilitate and make sure that everybody can get involved in, in a life group. Um, did you have anything to add? I will say something. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are actually, we have a heart to want to see a life group for children. And um, like Miranda said, um, not to be babysat or anything like that, not so an adult can go to a life group and send a place for their kids, but a life group for children. And we would like it for, for all ages for them to be separated and, and really get together and see how fun it is. The youth group does an awesome job of it, uh, but just to see how fun it is to, to get with other kids and, and just to have fun together, whether it's sports or um, we've, we've heard of Minecraft, um, kid life groups. I mean, it's, it's honestly sky's the limit. And so if that's something that you're interested in and you really have a heart for kids, like I said, not babysitting, but pouring the word of God into them, pouring the gospel into them and having fun with them. We want our kids to come and have so much fun like they already do in their, own, in their Sunday and Wednesday classes. So come see us. We also have a table out there. And I didn't know it was a contest, but uh, we, we have some Valentine's Day chocolates. So. <laughs> and I will give you some of Lindsay's cookies if you come to my table. I'll steal them. But one last thing, too, before I pass the, the microphone. Um, if, you, if you feel called uh, or led to teach, that's great. Of course, we'll take you. But even if you don't, there's a lot of ways to get involved. Just like some of our other uh, uh, team uh, you know, uh, directors and pastors said, there's, there's ways to get involved on any level. Even if you just say, hey, listen, I got a really big home or I got a lot of space at home or I got a you know, nice backyard for gatherings and stuff like that. Even if you want to open your home for one of these events but you don't want to facilitate 
will still take the, you know, you as a volunteer, and you, you can still get involved that way. So don't be intimidated by, hey, I'm not called to teach, or I'm not called to do this, or, you know, I, I get a little nervous when, you know, when I get in, in, you know, larger settings. They're not large settings. They're very intimate settings, but there's a way for you guys to get involved, so. Hi, guys. My name's John, and uh, I'm the facil- facilities pastor here at River of Life. This facility is 35,000 square feet, front to back, and that's not even to include the gymnasium ceiling. So uh, there's a lot of things that need to be taken care of and need to be done, everything from changing the outlets to light bulbs. Can you imagine having to take care of the light bulbs throughout the facility, front to back? It's crazy. I know we had a renovation, and everything is, is going really well. Uh, aside from the basketball hoops that are going to go up, everything else was done. But we still have to maintain the facility. So come see me. If and Male, female, it doesn't matter. Come see me. If you can paint, if you can push a paintbrush, if you can push a roller, um, there's still painting that needs to be done. There's all kinds of stuff that needs to be cared for throughout the facility. All right, so whatever your skill level, please, just come see me. All right, uh, second of all, I'm also the security director here. So if you have a military background, a medical background, or a law enforcement background, whether you're active or retired, come see me. I need you. I have a table for you. All right? Amen. And I also want to give a shout-out to uh, Frank Fenbert, who is the outside director. He needs to see you. He needs help with shoveling and uh, flowers and care for the outside of the facility and outside of the grounds from the front all the way back. There's 19 acres here. He needs help. Uh, I want to give a shout-out for Leroy, all military members, active, uh, reservist, or retired, or former Come see Leroy. We have a table for you. If you're a military person, we have a ministry for you also. Amen? Awesome. Amen. Okay, guys, thank you. You can be seated. Amen. Okay, sorry. Am I on? Can you? Okay. And then one last thing is we also have a table up front. If you're interested in being an usher, a greeter, or the welcome center, or the cleaning team. We also have a table for you. Amen. Thank you. So as you can see, there is literally a place for every single person to, to be a part of. Amen. I'm not going to get to the message today. I'm supposed to go, boo, come on. I don't have a table with cookies. I'm telling you that right now. I'm, I'm not pregnant, but I will be at Lindsay's cookie table. I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, but listen, um, let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Uh, make sure you have a communion and an outline. Raise your hand if you do not have a communion or, or an outline for today's message. Keep your hand up. Our ushers are going to come right to you and greeters, and they are going to uh, give you one of them. I'm going to give you the answers to the fill-in uh, blanks on your um, outline because today's about vision, and I obviously don't have the time, because I want to give plenty of time for everybody to hang out up front. Uh, Some churches have a sign-up Sunday, or this is kind of like what that is, if you're coming from another church background, of what today is all about. 
Uh, promise you, if you want to hear some good biblical teaching and preaching, go to our YouTube site. And there's so many on there from our wonderful pastors and directors and, and minister the word. But we've been in a series called We Are the Church. And um, on the back of your outline is our mission statement. In that mission statement has, my opinion, the three most important parts of uh, serving the Lord, and that is your identity, your vision, and your purpose. And so last week I talked about how important it is to know who you are, right? So everybody just, if you can, look this way, and those are online. Uh, it's important to know who you are, because when you know who you are, you know where you are going, and you know why you are here. So that's identity, vision, and purpose. And um, this mission statement God gave me, it's five sentences that, that we put together as a church leadership that really much describes all three of those. And uh, that's that, that I am the we are the church. We are called to represent Christ and influence others. We are called to make a difference. We are called to love God and serve people. We are the church. Amen? That, that's our mission statement, and in that has all three. So every week we've been talking about one of those three most important issues and topics. Last week was identity. Please go back on our YouTube channel and watch that service. It talked about identity, knowing who you are. There's 140 scriptures in the Bible that says who we are in Christ. I covered 10. So as you get, this is how it works. As you get to know God more in your faith, you get to know who you are, and then you get to know why you are here and where you are going. Vision, identity, vision, and purpose, they all three work together. And today, as you can see, it's been all about vision. Everybody say vision. vision. And so just a couple of minutes here real quick. One of the most famous, popular scriptures on vision is Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Look what the scripture says about vision. It says, where there is no vision, people perish. Where there is no vision, I like to read that in different translations, and one translation says where there is no prophetic vision, so that tells us we get our vision from God. As you seek God and you grow in your faith, he'll give you a vision for your life. And if we don't have a vision, if we don't know where we're going, this scripture says people perish. Another translation is they give up. They, they, they cast off restraint. They, 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 they just give up in life. We become more reactive than proactive. Okay, I like to use this as an analogy. There's a thermometer and a thermostat. Everybody say thermometer, thermometer. and thermostat. thermostat. Vision is what makes the difference between being a thermometer and being a thermostat. This is biblical, this is powerful, this will change your life, this 30 seconds illustration right here. A thermos, uh, thermometer simply reads the room and just adjusts us with whatever's in the room and tells you what the temperature of the room. If the room is all hot, then the thermometer says, yeah, I'm hot too. It goes up and down based on the environment it is in. A thermometer reacts to the environment that it is in. If everybody else is doing it, it's just going to be exactly what it's going to do. No purpose, no vision. It's just telling you what's going on with culture. Culture says this is what everybody's doing. A thermometer just says, yeah, me too. It gets cold, same thing. A thermostat is totally different. It also will read the room, but it has power and it has a setting on it. Look at the setting as your vision from God. You walk over at your house and you program what you want that environment in your home to be. That's vision, 75 degrees. When we're sleeping, 68. And I sleep with a fan even in winter. Don't judge me. 
I gotta have noise anyway. So that's the setting. God gives you a vision. It's 75. Guess what? Everybody else is doing 85. The whole room is very hot. If you're a thermometer, you just do what everybody else. The thermostat says, whoa, 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 whoa. This doesn't line up with the vision that God gave me. I'm bringing everybody down. I dictate the, the temperature in the room because I have vision. And, 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 and same way if it's too cold, if everybody's going here, you know, you may, something may be going on in our life that causes us to lose the setting that God, God said, wants you to be at 75. This is the vision. You are not a thermometer. You are a thermostat identity. And now you got vision and I gave you the vision and I want you to be 75. I want you to live your life based on 75, but you're in a relationship and that relationship is causing you to drop down to 68, drop down to 67. You got a substance that you're battling. You can't get free from that laptop. And you want to do ministry. You want to lead. You want to do a group. But you got toxicity going on inside of you from a relationship that needs to be healed. And so you're not, you're not controlling. You need to set and say, hang on. I'm, I'm get rid of whatever I need to get rid of to bring the temperature back up to the vision that God has empowered me to, to live. Vision does that. And as long as that thermostat has batteries in it, can I take it a step further? As long as there's power in that thermostat, as long as you have the Holy Ghost that gives you the empowerment to control it, Jesus said it like this, if you remain in me, I will remain in you, and you can bear much fruit, and you can be 75 all day, every day, no matter what high school, college, career, your family, well, no matter what COVID's doing, no matter what America's doing, no matter what the White House is doing, no matter what's going on, you can stay right at 75 in every room you go in with just a couple of little touches. Your influence can change the atmosphere of the entire environment of where you live. 35,000 square foot building I can go over and John can go over and go boop, 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 make a couple of buttons on and sets the entire atmosphere of this room. We are called by God to set the atmosphere in our work area, in the marketplace, in your family, parents. You set the tone in your family. And we do it when you know your vision. When we have, that's why without it, you're a thermometer. That's exactly the difference. Jesus gave us his vision statement, and that's what the outline is. Obviously, I don't have time to bring all three of them out, but in John chapter 13 through 17, John records the conversation that Jesus was having communion, and he gave his vision statement. He gave his vision message to his church. Now, I gave you our mission statement. This is Vision Sunday, so I like to say this. Make it known this is going to be going up in our building. It's on all of our logos. It's everything that we have that God has called us to be. Uh, but this is our official vision statement, and it's simply to fulfill Christ's vision for his church. This is for River. I don't know what all the other churches are doing. This is what River of Life's called to do. It's to fulfill Christ's vision for his church, to be a church of his presence, his promises, all people. The first part of that, to fulfill Christ's vision for his church, is what I wanted to talk about today, but I'm just going to give it to you in the outline. That's found in John chapter 13 through 17. Jesus sits the disciples down. He takes communion with them, what we call communion. And every chapter, starting in chapter 15, he gives his vision statement. Are you with me? It's the longest conversation Jesus had with his followers. Matthew didn't record it. Mark didn't. Luke didn't. But John tells us the whole conversation. Judas didn't like the vision statement. He had his own vision statement. He left the night and got up and left the meeting and went and did his own thing. But the rest of the disciples listened to Jesus. 
And so he gives it to us, and the first one is, and he talks about it in John 15. He, I just mentioned it. He said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. He says, nine times, stay in me, and I will stay in you. Keep my word in you, and my love will be in you. Abide in me. He says, that, what's he saying? He's, saying? he's saying, stay consistent. The vision for Jesus' church 2,000 years later was for him to look into the future and see a church in 2022 still being consistent with teaching that Jesus is the only way to heaven, that you must be born again, that the word of God is the infallible, inerrable, written word of God. And that's what River of Life is all about. Amen. That's what we're called to be. That's what our church is. Uh, our, our vision statement and, and our our vision hasn't changed. As Pastor Steve mentioned, this is 20 years that we're celebrating, and we want to continue to be that church. We don't want to just have church. We want to be that church. And just give you an example, like right before the holidays, what blessed my heart is I got a call from our, our fire chief here in Van Buren. He gave me a call, and he said, hey, um, is this Pastor Eddie? I said, yes. He goes, listen, we got a fire in the community. This family lost their entire house. The dad is on the way to the hospital. He's going to be okay, but he's suffering from smoke inhalation. I have a mother with three, four special needs kids. And then he says these words, we didn't know who to call, but someone said call River of Life because they are that church. Can you help me? I said, where are you at? Where's the family at? Yes, we, here we go. We got there. We, got, we put the family in a hotel. We paid for their dinner. We just loved on them. No strings attached. We just said, hey, we are. Why? Because we are the church. We are the church. I don't know what all the other churches are. I love them. We're a part of them. We're, we're united. But this is what our church is called to do, is to be the church to Southeast Michigan, to our community. We're going to need everybody anyway, because there's enough sinners to go around. Pastors, they always, you know, man, and religious people can come at you when God's doing something in your church. And I'm like, what you doing? We're just letting our light shine. Let your light shine too. We're fighting over what your dress code is and what style of music you have and where's the young people going to sit and who's going to do what in communion and you got to pass through 50 people before you can get the communion. We're not going to have all that tradition. It don't matter how you get the communion in your hand as long as you know why you got the communion in your hand. I may preach, I may teach, I may wear jeans, I may wear a tuxedo. It ain't about all that. We may have a violin or an organ or I may leave worship. And we're going to clean the church out for real that Sunday. <laughs> Build your church. Y'all with me? But he said, stay consistent. Stay consistent. Come on, I'm going to try to hurry. So arise. Listen, arise is still our scripture. God's not going to give us a new scripture until this one's fulfilled. And the last time I looked, this community still needs someone to arise and shine and be that church. So uh, 60, Isaiah 60 is our scripture. Secondly, chapter 16, he talks about the Holy Spirit coming. He says that, however, when he, the Holy Spirit, Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. So secondly, he envisioned a church that is in step with the Holy Spirit. This is a spirit-filled church. This is always going to be a spirit-filled church. We will always preach that Jesus is the only way to heaven. But we will also preach that there is another experience called the baptism in the Holy Spirit where the power of the Holy Spirit can come upon you like the batteries in the thermostat and give you the power to overcome depression, anxiety, sin, addiction, and all of that. It's through the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You heard all the vision of that. And lastly... And this is what I want to, then he ended by 
mentioning, or he started actually, but we're going to end with communion. And in, in John chapter 17, the end of his vision statement, if you will, his vision message, he prayed for you and for me. And he says this, I do not pray for these alone, talking about his disciples, watch this, but also for those who will believe in me. That's you and me. He's praying for us in Belleville, Michigan in 2022, right here. Jesus envisioned more than Rome. More, he envisioned the church. He knew we were going to be here. You didn't know you were going to be here. He knew you were going to be here. And he said, this is what I want the church. This is my vision for my church, is I want a church to be one. As you, Father, are in me, I in you, that they also may be one in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. So he's saying what? Stay united. That's the vision that God gave the church. That's what we are going to continue to follow that. Let's all stand right now. I want us to take communion together. I know it's a lot going on today. You may have to go back and rewatch this service, but you know what? Go up and visit our leaders up there and let God speak to you. Where, where can you fit your piece of puzzle in the big picture? Man, there's so much. Well, what we hold in our hand is representative of what Christ did so we can be the church. He gave his life for us so we can be one. Because only a united church can heal a divided nation, right? That's what communion represents. It doesn't matter your nationality, your age. What we hold in our hand is something that we all hold in our hand is our relationship with Jesus Christ. So we give thanks for the bread, this little wafer that represents the body of Christ today. Today, on Vision Sunday, as Christ envisioned his church. Thank you, Lord, that I'm a part of that vision. I'm a part of John 17. And I thank you for paying the price so I can be a part, a sinful man can be a part of a holy movement because of your body that was broken for me. I thank you for this bread today and we take it together as one as one body today and we bless it in Jesus name amen let's take it together in the same manner he picked up the cup and he said this is my vision guys the church is going to change it's no longer going to be about come see the temple but now you're going to it's going to be about you go and tell man and the cup represents the new covenant the juice represents the blood that was shed for you and me, that we can be forgiven of all of our sins. And I love to hold my cup up high because everything's under the blood. I put everything under the blood. I don't know about you, but I need a lot under the blood of Jesus. My mind, my thoughts, my discouragement, my doubts under the blood. So we can be the church. Father, thank you for the precious blood that you willingly spared and shed. You shed your blood for you, for us to be part of the body of Christ. Cleanse us, Lord. We just repent right now from all sins and cleanse our minds, our hearts right now that we may be pure, useful vessels for you, God, in your body of Christ to bring hope and healing to this community. But Lord, first bring it to us. Thank you for this today in Jesus' name. Let's take together.
settle in. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to dismember, pray, and dismiss you. Please go check out your kids and go to the sanctuary. But if you need prayer, come on up. We'll pray for you before you go. And let me pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, that you have chosen the church to make a difference in this dark world. And you've called us. Everybody here is a part of that church. Whether online or in person, we're a part of the body of Christ. And thank you for that. I pray your blessing, God, upon all everyone. Father, Lord, that you would draw the Holy Spirit to the tables and to the ministries and those that are already serving. God, they're serving. I pray, God, that you would bless them for their faithfulness because we wouldn't be here today without them. God, that you would continue to just pour out your spirit and give vision, put the setting on that thermostat so we know exactly where we're supposed to be and live our lives and how we are to live them. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank well, amen and amen. I pray that message was a blessing to you, that you received some sort of encouragement or word of instruction from the Lord. That's our prayer at River of Life, that every time you tune in, that God speaks directly to your heart. Well, this is Pastor Eddie again. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast and remind you that every Tuesday, a new message is uploaded. Also, if you want to watch one of our services, head over to our YouTube channel. It's River of Life Church, a church of his presence his promises and all people and you can watch one of our services that way as well so god bless you i pray god's presence be with you uh, for the rest of the week amen